Hello and welcome back to Big Lezzers League. Let's continue going through the Fox League Premiership window predictions. We'll start off with the Newcastle Knights. Now, the Knights were in the midst of another disappointing season before a stunning 10-match winning streak saw them finish the year in fifth place before going out one game short of a preliminary final. After a frustrating couple of seasons with injuries, Callum Ponga stormed home to win the Dalian medal with a stunning run of form uh, that helped save coach Adam O'Brien's career. Uh, With Ponga at his best, the Knights can be a top four team, but there are doubts they have the spine to go all the way. Phoenix Crossland filled in admirably at hooker uh, for the injured Jaden Braley. And the two working together as starter and utility could work well next season. Tyson Gamble and Jackson Hastings will face pressure from Premiership winner Jack Cogger, who returns to the club with uh, from the Panthers. Cogger will bring professionalism and a winner's mentality after learning from the best in the business in Nathan Cleary. Uh, the Knights have added some depth with Kai Pierce, Paul, Wigan Warriors, Will Price, Huddersfield Giants, Jed Cartwright, South Sydney Rabbitohs, and Tom Jenkins, Penrith Panthers. But we'll need to replace Dominic Young, from the, the who obviously went to the Roosters, uh, and Lachlan Fitzgibbon, who went to the Warrington Wolves. If they can stay healthy, the Knights are a puncher's chance. Uh, of making another deep finals run. I'm pretty sure that's supposed to say punters, but it says punches. I'm going to say punters chance uh, of making another deep finals run. Uh, But at this stage, their premiership window looks a year or two away. The premiership window being 2025 to 2027. I don't mind this call uh, in terms of the premiership window, but there are some things that I'm still 50-50 on about this. Uh, They've pretty much answered their own question. Who is going to replace Dominic Young? At the moment, it looks to be uh, either Kai Pierce-Paul, if he can trim down and play on the wing, or Tom Jenkins from the Penrith Panthers, who's done a good job on the wing before. And who is set to replace Lachlan Fitzgibbon? Well, it's going to be either Jed Cartwright or it's going to be Dylan Lucas, who obviously came into the back row and killed it uh, for the Newcastle Knights during the season. So they've basically answered their own questions here towards the back end of this analysis. Um, But, yeah, look, I mean, I think it's going to be Tyson Gamble and Jackson Hastings over Jack Cogger to start the year. I think Cogger plays reserve grade. Uh, Obviously, Jack Cogger's been at Newcastle before. It's actually where he started his career, I believe. Um, He actually played uh, a fair amount of his starting footy there ages ago. Uh, before going to the Super League, then to the Penrith Panthers, and now he's back at Newcastle, so it's come pretty full circle to Jack Cogger. Um, I personally think, as I said, he will start the year in reserve grade. Uh, Yes, he is a premiership winner, but he was a premiership winner at 14. Uh, Yes, he had a massive impact on that game coming in and allowing Nathan Cleary to play a really nice brand of off-the-cuff football, uh, playing an almost controlling halfback role and allowing uh, Nathan Cleary to play almost like a 5'8". But, yeah, I wouldn't say after one game he is a shoe-in to be in the halves over Tyson Gamble, let alone Jackson Hastings. I don't think Hastings faces any pressure. I think it's more Tyson Gamble in the number six. 
However, I do think Gamble has done enough throughout the year and just the way he plays and the way he's combined with uh, Jackson Hastings, I think he's done enough to keep his spot. Really, really solid player. Really solid winning mentality that he does have himself, uh, Tyson Gamble. I think he gets the job over Jack Cogger to start the year. And yes, as I said, Cogger starts the year in first grade. They've really hyped up Jack Cogger uh, with his uh, professionalism and his winning mentality. But that's like saying that Tyson Gamble and Jackson Hastings don't have that. Uh, So they've really spun that in a weird way in this article. But um, yeah, I think that Jackson Hastings and Tyson Gamble will be the halves. Uh, I agree here that Phoenix Crossland and uh, Jaden Braley, they will work together as a starter and utility combo. Uh, In terms of what order I think that will be, I obviously made the rough call of putting Jaden Braley in the 14 uh, and having Phoenix Crossland start the game. I think that's going to work better in terms of that rotation. Uh, It's pretty much just like what the Penrith Panthers did with Mitch Kenny starting the game and Abby Coruscant coming off the bench in the number 14. So um, I do think that's how the rotation is going to work to start the year, just slowly bringing Jaden Braley back and giving him more and more minutes as the uh, year goes on. Uh, but I doubt he'll start at nine. If he does, I'll be, I wouldn't be surprised, but I doubt it because he obviously is coming back off back-to-back ACLs. I think that he needs to slowly be worked back into this team and he can through the 14. And they have that leniency because Phoenix Crossland can play nine at a high level. So, uh, yeah, I think that they're going to go all right in that department. Uh, I do agree they need a little bit more depth, um, but... Uh, I think they're going to be okay. I think they are going to be okay. I think they are going to make the eight again. Uh, Premiership window, 2025-2027. I do agree with that. I think that's pretty much where they sit in terms of the Premiership window. Uh, Going on to the next team, the North Queensland Cowboys. Uh, Reading the analysis, the Cowboys went from 20 minutes to uh, from a grand final in 2022 to missing the finals in a disappointing 2023 campaign. The Cowboys lost their defensive resolve last season, um, but if they can get back, uh, they have the roster to go all the way. The pressure will be on Chad Townsend and Tom Dearden to get the boys firing uh, in attack again next season. Townsend is coming towards the end of his career and the Cowboys are hoping Dearden can take up the mantle of the chief playmaker role in coming seasons. However, Dearden is being chased heavily by the Dragons and the Cowboys will need to take out the checkbook to keep him. Uh, The Cowboys have a largely settled roster, which can be a good thing in the hunt for a premiership. However, only Viliami Vaila joining next season. The club may be lacking fresh talent to help drive competition for spots. That's a fair fair shout there. Uh, the conjecture around skipper Jason Tamalolo's future and whether offloading his mega contract to free up cap space has the potential to dis- destabilize the club. Uh, still... If they can improve their defense and stay healthy, the Cowboys have the potential to win a premiership over the next few years. Premiership window, 2024 to 2026. Again, I've got to agree with this one. I think that uh, they do have a very short premiership window starting from now. Uh, A big, um, I guess, problem for them, uh, especially this season in particular, has been their defense, and that was obviously fixed up, and that's why they had a great run last year, uh, in 2022, I mean, um, because 
they had a really solid defensive outlook uh, and their attack was pretty much firing on all cylinders. Going into this season just past in 2023, yeah, their defense has been a huge issue. They haven't had the same intensity in defense. They've had a few injuries, which have hurt them in, in key stages of the season. Uh, they've struggled against some top eight sides as well, the Cowboys. Um, yeah, it was really unlucky. They were unable to make finals um, this season. But next season, if they do improve their defense, they're a long way into getting into finals. I think that they can um, definitely make finals at least if they fix their defense. But yeah, some big issues over the next few seasons. Deedon um, is one guy that they really need to keep uh, if they want to go and win a premiership over the next few years. Does that mean letting Chad Townsend go early for a young 5'8 uh, in a trade deal or something along those lines? I'm not sure. But I think Chad Townsend and Tom Deedon will last at least until the end of 2026. Um, you know, that premiership window there, um, but maybe a year after that as well. How old was Tom D- uh, Chad Townsend? Sorry, that's my question. Chad Townsend, age. Uh, he is 32. Yeah, so he'll last until, yeah, probably 2026. That's pretty fair enough, to be honest. So, look, main points, keeping Tom Dearden definitely won. Uh, getting some depth across all positions, particularly in the halves. Uh, during the origin period, you'd imagine Tom Dearden would be in the squad for Queensland. If he's 18th man, I still think they need to find a replacement uh, while he's out. So, I do think they need some depth in the halves, um, particularly at 5'8", especially if Chad Townsend uh, does you know, take a Super League deal like there were rumours. I doubt that this will happen, but there were rumours that he uh, was going to take a Super League deal uh, for his next contract to finish his career. Uh, and maybe they would put Deedon at seven a little bit earlier and bring in another six. But yeah, potentially looking for another six post Chad Townsend or even someone really young coming through the grade so they can blood. So by the time Chad Townsend does retire uh, at the Cowboys, you know, they can bring that next guy in that's been blooded uh, over the next two years. So um, yeah, look, so definitely some depth in the halves, but depth all round particularly in the forwards. They lose a lot of guys. Uh, Mitch Dunn, obviously, shock retirement there. He's going to be taking up coaching, I believe, now. I think I saw that the other day. Um, but they're losing a lot of guys. Uh, Taniela Sadrugo, who was one of the really uh, talented forwards coming through, he has obviously gone to play for the Waratahs, I believe, in Rugby Union. Uh, so he's gone as well. They've lost a few guys, particularly in the forwards. So getting that depth back in the forwards is going to be a big thing uh, for the Cowboys because they're going to be in some real Barney if there's any injury, especially around Jason Taumalolo. He's been injured a few times this season. Um, you know, I really do think that they need that depth. And he's going to retire soon as well. Uh, Jason Taumalolo isn't young. I think he's around uh, 28, 29, isn't he? Uh, the youngest, Taumalolo. Uh, how old is Jason Taumalolo? He's 30. So, um, you know, he's going to retire over the next three to four years as well. Forwards don't usually last as long as halves and things like that. So, uh, yeah, he's going to be close to retirement too. I think that they definitely need someone to come in after Jason Taumalolo. Um 
assuming that he's going to be the 13. I think he, I think that Ruben Cotter will most likely be the 13 moving forward, and then Tamalolo will play a rotation front row role, uh, and then they'll obviously find another front rower to come in. But, uh, yeah, depth for me is the biggest thing that the Cowboys need, uh, and then close second is to fix up their defense going into this year, uh, this upcoming year, 2024. So, uh, yeah, disappointing 2023 uh, if they're going to win a premiership over the next two years, which is what the premiership window here says. They definitely need to fix up their defense and get some depth. Uh, Parramatta Eels. The Eels are one of the biggest disappointments last season going from the grand final to missing finals. Uh, The club struggled to replace a host of stars after a club exodus, most notably hooker Reid Marnie and second rower Isaiah Papali'i. Dylan Brown's suspension didn't help the Eels' cause, but they weren't playing at their best, even with uh, their dangerous half in the side, and the pressure will be on him and Mitchell Moses to deliver results after both signing long-term extensions. The club have invested heavily in the pair to the point where they have lost a number of other players and the onus is on the two playmakers to deliver on the big pay packets. Uh, the club have bolstered their depth with the signings of Kelma Tuolagi and Morgan Harper from Manly. However, with Josh Hodgson retiring from the Eels, um, uh, the Eels are still looking for uh, looking short uh, an elite dummy half, and it is up to Brendan Hands and Joey Lussick to fill the void. Uh, the Eels have a quality roster, but after 12 seasons, Brad Arthur is under pressure to deliver uh, a drought-breaking premiership, or it might be time for the club to go in a new direction. 2024 to 2026 is the premiership window here, same as the Cowboys um, for the Parramatta Eels. Now, talking on Brad Arthur... He's a guy that's consistently gotten this side into finals. It's not only on the coach for a side to be successful. It is on the players, and they have struggled to be consistent over the past few years. It's something they've really, really struggled with uh, is consistency over at Parramatta. That is a big thing going into next year, especially if this is their premiership window 2024 to 2026. Uh, they've really got to get that consistency. Um, some big signings potentially for Parramatta. Those include potentially Billy Smith if the Roosters don't re-sign him. I'm hearing the deal is nearly done though for Billy Smith so um, I guess he'll stay at the Roosters hopefully not as depth. Um, you know the Roosters I reckon should loan him off to another club for the 2024 season uh, as I've said a number of times on the podcast. Um, or Josh Okar as well. Josh Okar rumoured to leave the Bulldogs. Uh, there have been a lot of rumours saying he's staying. A lot of rumours saying that he's going. But after all of this drama over a little thing that happened at the Corey Knockout out um i think that you know it's more likely that he could end up maybe looking for another deal if not next year the year after um so just should a car could be a massive signing in terms of x factor on the sting for Parramatta. they have been short an outside back for a while they are still short an outside back for me just a strike center is something that i really do need um so yeah look i mean i think one of those guys would be great for them to sign uh in terms of josh hodson uh, I think that's a massive loss. We saw the potential that he did have in this side. He played some great footy at the start of the year, and we all thought that he was going to be a big turnaround for the Eels. The way they were playing with him at nine, yes, they were losing a number of games at the start of the year, 
But even in the games they lost, they nearly won. And that was due to Josh Hodgson playing really well out of dummy half and almost playing like an older Reed Marnie, uh, which is what we compared him to at the start of the year. Uh, his retirement is, you know, a bit of a hole there in the number nine role. Uh, you've got Joey Lussick, who is still, for me, unproven, and Brendan Hands, obviously unproven. Uh, it's only, it was only his first year in first grade, um, obviously, this season as well. Uh, and had a few up and down games. Uh, but overall, I think looks very, very talented and a full year in first grade, I think could do him all the good. Um, so, you know, figuring out that rotation, uh, it is a big void to fill Josh Hodgson for me. So uh, they've definitely got a lot to play up to. Joey Lussick and Brendan Hands. I imagine that will be 9 and 14. Uh, Joey Lussick starting at 9 and Brendan Hands coming off the bench in the number 14 jersey. I think Kelman Tuolagi and Morgan Harper are big signings. I think Morgan Harper won't be in the starting side. I think he'll be depth. Uh, I think that the back line um, would be... I think Morgan Harper has a chance of playing on the wing, um, but I don't think that he will be in this starting outfit. Uh, the back line for me at the moment looks to be uh, Gutho at fullback with... Sean Russell and Mike Acevo on the wings. Bailey Simonson and Will Penasini are in the centres. Um, so I don't think Morgan Harper gets a spot to start the year. Kelma Tuolagi, though, I think he's straight in the side, whether it's starting in the back row or at uh, off the bench. Uh, I think that it will most likely be off the bench. He's a big body. He can come on in the middle. He can come on on an edge and do a job. So I think that he will come on off the bench. I think that Ryan Madison and... and uh, uh, Bryce Cartwright, they definitely need to start um, in this side in the back row because they've done such a good job for this team this season. Uh, but yeah, look, I mean, the big thing for me, you can talk about all the voids, all the players not playing up to their potential. Uh, I think the big thing for this side is consistency. When they're going good, consistently going good throughout the entire year is going to be a big thing for the Parramatta Reels. They definitely have the roster to do it. Uh, and I agree with this premiership window, 2024 to 2026 for me. I do agree with it. Um, let's talk about the Penrith Panthers. Obviously, uh, they could have a pen, uh, premiership window for as long as they like, as long as they keep uh, these guys in the side. Uh, let's talk about this analysis. The Panthers stunned the Broncos with a late surge to clinch a third straight title, and there is no end in sight for their dynasty. Uh, Nathan Cleary is at the peak of his powers and still uh, will be tw just 26 uh, next season as he enters the prime years of, for NRL halfbacks. Uh, Cleary is signed until 2027, and while ever... He is at the club. The Panthers will be competing for the title every season. Uh, success has a habit of breaking up teams, and the Panthers have lost Stephen Crichton, Spencer Lenu, Jermaine Salmon, and Jack Cogger next season. Crichton and Lenu especially will be a tough pill to swallow and tough to replace. Uh, but the Panthers have shown uh, in the past, their brilliant junior new, uh, nursery has been a habit of producing the next wave of stars to fill the void. The club have recruited smartly with Dane Laurie from the West Tigers and Paul Alamotti uh, from the Bulldogs set to join the club and they could play key roles next season. 
The contract conjecture surrounding Jerome Luai looks to be the biggest issue blocking the Panthers' charge uh, to more premiership wins in the future. Uh, but even if he moves on, they are still they, they still have a formidable roster that will be very hard to beat. Premiership window, 2024 to 2028. I think that is a lot, uh, depending a lot on if they can keep Jerome Luai. Uh, I also think it depends on the new recruits they get in as well. Paul Alamotti, where does he fit into this team? Is he going to play where he's rumored to play in the back row? Is he going to play in the centers? Is he going to be the replacement for Stephen Crichton? Uh, Where does he fit into this team? Dane Laurie as well, uh, obviously signed on as depth and obviously come in during the origin period where Jerome Luai, Nathan Cleary go to origin. It will be Brad Schneider and him in the halves most likely. So they've got some great depth yet again uh, for the origin period and just in general, if Nathan Cleary or Luai get injured again this year, uh, they've got some great depth to come in and cover and a potential to still win games with those guys in the side as well. So really great signings in terms of depth. There still is a hole from Stephen Crichton as far as I'm concerned. Uh, They still need a strike center, uh, but I don't doubt for a second they've got some young guy that we don't know about that's coming through that could absolutely come in and kill it in that center role. Uh, for me, I think that uh, all ships sail towards Taylor and May getting that center spot as far as I've heard. I predicted that Paul Alamotti will start the year at center, um, but that was pre-rumors about him being as a back rower um, uh, and um, Spencer Lenu mold back rower uh, for that type of impact off the bench. I don't really like it. I'll have to wait and see how that goes. Um, But, you know, I I could be proven wrong. I'm happy to be wrong as well about that because I think that he could definitely come in and kill it in that role. Uh, But I'd prefer him at centre, to be honest. I think that he could be one of the better centres. They get him in some sprint training. They get him to lose a few kgs and they pop him at centre. Uh, he has a lot of potential, him next to Brian Toto or him next to Sania Taruva. Uh, there's a lot of potential there. So uh, I don't mind it at all there for Paul Alamotti. I'm keen to see where he fits into this team. Uh, it's going to be a big part of their success. Uh, the biggest part of their success, though, I think has to be Jerome Luai. Does he stay? Does he go? Um, you know, he could chase the big contract and lead around the club. With comments from, um, obviously, Ivan Cleary. I think that he could definitely go. Um, And yeah, it'd be very sad. They have got Dane Laurie and Brad Schneider in there to replace Luai if he does go um, next year as well. But yeah, that would be a tough pill to swallow, losing a guy like Jerome Luai. Uh, A very, very tough pill to swallow. And I think their premiership success uh, obviously, you know, lands on how many of these guys they can keep going into the next few years. At the moment, for me, they're still favourites to win the comp going into 2024. And yes, it's the boring answer, but it's probably the right answer. They are still the favourites to go and win the comp in 2024. Um, Going into the years after that, as I said, it depends if they keep the Y. Depends how many other guys they can keep. Obviously, at the end of this year, uh, end of this coming year, uh, Sunia Taruva is off contract. They've got a few guys that are off contract. Dane Laurie. Uh, only signed a one-year deal. There's a ton of guys off contract at the end of 2024 that they still need to re-sign. Um, fuck, they've 
under real pressure from their salary cap. And uh, it's not something that you'd expect to hear about the Penrith Panthers, but they are under a lot of pressure to keep all of these guys, especially going into the next few years. You think about uh, them trying to keep James Fisher-Harris, Moses Leota, Liam Martin, Isaiah Yo, all playing rep football at the moment. You know, it's going to be hard to keep those guys as well. Isaac Targo playing for Samoa. You know, Brian Toto as well. You know, all of these guys are playing rep football at the moment. Uh, and that's, I guess, the stain of success. The stain of success being that when you're successful, a lot of the guys who are in that, you know, team are going to be worth more money and it's going to be hard to keep them all. So uh, that's going to be the big thing for the Penrith Panthers going into the next few seasons. Well,